Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 213. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Interstellar Andy. That's very nice of you. I don't I don't, I don't get it, but it's very nice. I, I don't know. We touched on Dune in the pre-production, uh, yeah. so uh, we'll get there. I don't know if they even are correlated, but we'll get into Space. Dune later, so stay tuned. Space is a thing. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. This is our entertainment pod, but make sure you also check out that sports pod after this. Uh, we've got some good stuff to get into. It'll be a, a short and sweet pod, I think. But uh, we'll kick things right off with Disneyland, which has been closed for over a year. Andy, are you aware of this? Of course. I'm obviously had, talking uh, about California's because Florida has been open the whole time. They have no issues and uh, they're booming. So good for them. But of course, California has finally announced that they're going to be reopening most of Disneyland. On the 30th of this month, folks. Now, tickets are not yet on sale. And uh, there's a little bit different way of going about it. Also, if you are like an Arizonian, good luck. You're going to have to buy a fake ID because it's for Californians only at this moment in time. So giddy up. Uh, But so 80 plus rides they have. Not all of them are going to be open, Andy. Now, you may imagine things like uh, the submarine ride. Yeah, I get it. That's going to be closed. Uh, Jungle Cruise, because it's closed quarters with like 50 people or something. It's uh, too many people. I mean, in you're outside. Boat, yeah. Also, how many people honestly go on the Jungle Cruise? I think you could space them out enough, but I don't care. That's neither here nor there for me. Yeah, they could put like the red tape and be like, you have, you, this is where you can sit, you know? Yeah. But um, not thinking ahead. Where I, I get a little ugh is the Rapids Ride. California Adventure is closed. I get it if there's like eight people from four different groups of random people, but why don't you just do one party per raft and then you're you're good. I mean, we're entering heat season and that's a cool down ride. It's also outside. Yeah, well, I mean, again, this is just for the soft launch, I guess we'll call it. But like two months from now, who knows what the rules will be? Yeah, this is very true. Um, but now, yeah, the raft the, the raft ride, you could do like, okay, just four per raft instead of eight or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Or just one per party. I, I mean, when it's cold anyway, well, be, no one's on that be weird if you're, a, if you're a solo rider and just get one whole raft to yourself. That'd be sweet. You probably wouldn't get very wet, though. You need you need to weigh yeah. it down to get good splashes. Uh, but I will say both Disney uh, Star Wars rides, including Rise of the Resistance, the ride that infamously broke down uh, and I've never been on all of it. I've been on a portion of it uh, will be open. Um, so they do have that going for them. Uh, so what I also had read is you can start making your reservations. If you already have some tickets that you weren't able to use in the past, uh, I think on in like two days from now or, or something like that, I, I believe it's this Friday. It's in that area. Um, if you don't have tickets, you can't make a reservation. You can buy tickets, I believe, on like the 15th of this month. And then from there, you can start making your reservations. You have to have tickets before you can make a reservation. And you can't go to the park if you have tickets but don't have a reservation. Are you following along, Andy? 
Yes. So I, I have a question for you, or a little, a little game, let's say. Oh, a game. Let's hear it. Uh, what would be more likely at this point? Me getting to go get a ticket for Disneyland, me getting a vaccine, or me getting a PS5? And I'm not saying like me personally, but I'm saying like just a random person being able to get one of those things. Well, what you is, would do what a is PS5. Um, no, but I'm saying not me, just a random person. I know, person. a random what person, I would go with getting a vaccine, one, because it's free, it's got to play the odds on that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, getting a reservation, I think, is going to be pretty tough. Yeah, it's only California, but at the same time, it's only California. Therefore, what what the majority of people at Disneyland, aside from, you know, people from Hong Kong and, you know, out of town, like out of the country, it's people from Bakersfield and closer to Disneyland that have season passes that just go and hang out. So all of those people, I mean, when they reopen just for food, for 75 bucks a pop, they sold out in minutes. Yeah. Did you hear that so, correctly? Minutes. So I so think what, it's going to be pretty hard to, to get your hands on a reservation. What makes you a California resident? Like your uh, ID can, says you live in California. Can DeMarcus Cousins get a reservation? Well, he be, might be able to pull some springs. You know, a be, uh, strings, is, not springs. A better question, the Lopez brothers. I'm sure they could... Uh, Wiggle some, uh, you know, I saw them at Disneyland, uh, by the way. Yeah, but Cousins is now a Clipper, so he is and a California resident, I'm right? I'm sure if he wanted to, he could. Uh, I think height might be a restriction for some of these rides. On the reverse, like he's too tall. You uh, probably need good knees, too. Yeah, Really yeah. important. You don't want to blow a knee going up uh, these lines and things. Uh, a couple of other important things to note. The tickets are not any more expensive than they normally would be. So I think like 110 bucks is the going rate. Now, that obviously fluctuates between a, a Tuesday and a, a Saturday. Also, the hours have been adjusted from 9 to 7. So Okay, yeah, they got to do more cleaning, I guess. That's what they say, right? Yeah, whatever it boils down to. I think darkness is the problem. They just... Once the sun Always goes is. away, yeah. like, we got to get out of here. The vampires. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some other closed attractions are like the slow moving gun rides. Um, Winnie the Pooh, probably. Yeah. Just uh, the tree house, which I think is just always closed. Um, so Matterhorn for some reason. It's like you're uh, it's just broken. Yeah. Um, they should have taken this time to just redo that ride. Well, it wasn't offensive. I think that's what they they did all the offensive. Oh, we things. can make it offensive, like that. But like Hitler visited the, here once or something. Yeah. Why is the uh, giant abominable snowman all white? It is true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. I imagine we'll be talking about this next week, you know, or, or re- next week or two, saying yeah, reservations are full through uh, December thirtieth. Um, when they cut off or something like that, you know, it'll, it'll be obnoxious, I'm sure. But either way, it's a, uh, it's nice to have them in the news for a good thing for once. Uh, you know, who's also in the news and it's a bad thing. And ironically, was it last pod? We are literally talking about him. If you're talking about the guy you're talking about, then yes. Well, the guy I'm talking about is DMX. He is in the hospital on life support. After, uh, I believe, ODing on some sort of a drug. I don't know. But uh, as of just eight hours ago, he's uh, still in the hospital fighting for his life in New York City. 
or New York at least. So, yeah, we had uh, talked about him in relation to a film he did with Steven Seagal because we did we did a solid like ten minutes on Steven yeah, Seagal last week. We had talked about Half Past Dead, Eerie, um, which was Ja Rule, not this guy. Both annoying voices, but not that guy, not DMX. Yeah. But he was in a different movie. Was that Cradle to the Grave? What was it called? It uh, Exit Wounds. So Exit. Cradle to the Grave was a Jet Li. That's okay. Yeah, not Bruce Exit Lee, Wounds. Jet Li. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, so two I'm, days ago, uh, prognosis not looking good. Little brain activity after OD. So yeah, I really enjoyed uh, DMX in Chris Rock's movie Top Five. Never Did heard you ever of see it. this one? No. Uh, he made it a while back, but uh, there's a scene where he's in jail with DMX, and it is a uh, very good. Like he's DMX is playing DMX, hmm. and I enjoyed that little uh, scene very much. Yeah, I don't know if I know anything that he's like. I can't even picture what he sounds like, except for like kind of <clears throat> a scream. Yeah, <clears throat> the X gonna there give it go. to you. I think yeah. line. Which was in a movie, because that's the only reason I know it. But I don't know. It was probably Half Past Dead or something. I did not know he made this many albums. 15. No, he made uh, seven. good eight. Oh, I was close. That's 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 a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think he is pretty popular. Um, so, I mean, doesn't look good, but you never know. Maybe uh, a COVID shot will help him or something. I don't think they're just giving those away for anyone. Well, I think they have plenty of. Uh, well, I mean, he is in the age group at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. so. Uh, OK, well, yeah, uh, prayers uh, going after that guy. Let's move on. Andy, update us on Jordan Peele's new movie starring an Oscar contender. Jordan Peele uh, is set to make his third film, which is highly anticipated. You know, Get Out was a. Huge success. He uh, won an Oscar for it. Uh, but his follow-up, Us, which I, I enjoyed, I think, more than Get Out, uh, did not do as well, but he, it's still a big deal that he's uh, going to make another one. And we don't know too much about it, but he uh, has told us who his leading man is. And it's uh, Stephen Yoon of The Walking Dead and of the 2020 film Minari, which he has nominated for Best Actor this year. So uh, I have not yet seen that. I do want to see it. Uh, but he was he was always so likable in The Walking Dead. So can, uh, it's nice to see he's doing big things. Can I really quick just say whenever we bring up or I hear uh, the name for what's his name? Jordan Peele. Yeah, I think it's the other guy, Keegan Michael Key. I don't know why, but the first person I picture when I hear that name is the bald one. Yeah. Do you do that? Is that he, weird? Why do I do that? I don't know. He is more visible. He's tall. He's actually still acting. So so Jordan Peele said he's he's never going to act again, which I don't know if I believe him. He kind of uh, looks like but, a cat. Okay. And he's in that movie, uh, Keanu, which is about a cat. Yeah, definitely. So. But he is short. And the other one is tall. Yeah, I don't know why, but. The other guy just looks like he would be named Peel for some reason. Yeah, he should get both names. <laughs> I don't know why. Because he's Key, and Key is pretty cool, too. That's a cool name. Yeah. 
I think that's why the show worked, at least at first. Yeah, so let's go back uh, to the movie we're talking about. That was just my aside. Yeah. Um, again, not not too many details. We don't know, but you know, Stephen Yoon, he's entertaining. I really liked him in uh, Sorry to Bother You from a couple of years back. He's an entertaining, likable actor. So, yeah, put him in more stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we'll keep an update on that as uh, it's available. Uh, speaking of updates, uh, it appears this movie was one that you were going to be able to watch at home. But now, it, I mean, you will uh, way down the road, but not anytime. Uh, it's still not soon anyway, but not soon even later. Dune is no yes. longer going to HBO Max television. Uh, well, it's not official yet, but it was one of those movies that was supposed to be in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, but they're having some second thoughts on it. Yeah. So to be clear, this this isn't even published information. Uh, not myself, but someone on this podcast, Andy, uh, was at the roundtable discussion with the executives today at the HBO lot. And so. You guys are getting the inside scoop. Oh, we had a, a hiccup there. Um, so, yeah, Andy, tell us about Dune. What what did you hear at that board meeting today? Well, the uh, the director of Dune was very, very upset when HBO Max rolled out their plan to release uh, their movies the same day as the theaters. And, you know, saying all this similar to Chris, Christopher Nolan, that it's not the vision. Uh, this movie needs to be seen in, on the big screen. And if everyone sees it on their TVs, then it's going to ruin the experience and uh, just not what they wanted. And uh, HBO Max was basically like, you know, tough. Like that's, we're in a pandemic. We got to make decisions. And um, so they did. And they have they have this, this beautiful schedule. I, I checked it yesterday. There's still so much more to come out. And I'm, I've been enjoying it. So we've got like Mortal Kombat coming soon. We've got Space Jam. We'll talk about a little yeah, later. Yeah, that trailer. Yeah, we've got um, Conjuring 3. Oh. Um, there, there's a number of things. Uh, James Wan's newest original horror movie. So there, there's there's a lot there. And uh, Dune was set to come out October 1st. Um, but it, was, it was originally going to come out last Christmas, and obviously it didn't. Uh, but now that everything is getting better and people want to go to the movies, as we've seen with the box office numbers this this week. Coming up next. Uh, I think HBO Max, Warner Brothers might be reconsidering here. Uh, and I, I actually agree with this, this decision that I think come fall, I think we'll be able to have pretty much full theaters. It's going to be like, take your own risk here, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, point, right I think, now, aren't we uh, like California or LA? Are we in the red tier? We're in the yellow. Okay. So, so we're, what's even next? Green? Purple, blue, I don't know. Like, the colors don't make a goddamn ounce of sense, by the way. It's like, oh, red is good. Green is bad. Like, you're dumb. What are you, dyslexic and, and, and a moron? Uh, so, yeah. But I know whatever we are in is, is good because, like, I don't think they have to do a, or maybe it's 75% capacity or no, uh, like, 100% capacity at supermarkets now, which I didn't know they were still doing that, but. Yeah. The world we live in. <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I'm optimistic that people can go to the theaters and this is, seems like the right decision. And 
financially that they'll make more money for getting people to go to the theater and then you're not you're uh, respecting what the 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 artist wants you know you're keeping that relationship up so even though i've really enjoyed having these movies out yeah what about um, the uh you know 100 million subscribers to hbo max what about their feelings yeah, I think that's that's the part that might be tough to spin is they've already advertised that it says coming out there. Uh, and to go back on it could make people upset. But as I said before, there's a lot there's a lot coming out. There's still well, a lot to look forward to. So now the last time I looked at the list, it was a while ago. But wasn't there an asterisk next to it saying like to be determined as to win? Or did they a- a- end up like announcing December 24th or what, what happened? Uh, I think the dates are always subject to change. Like Mortal Kombat, I pushed back a week this yeah. month. So. so I guess what I'm getting at is I'm sure they'll still have it come out, but it'll be, you know, two months later or something. Yeah. I assume that's what the move will be. It might be in theaters, October 1st on HBO max starting, uh, December 1st. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm fine with that. I, I don't, I don't know if I'll need to go see that in theaters. I don't know if I'll watch. I'll probably watch that at least in, on at home. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's been fun, but I, I think, the whole experiment, while entertaining and good for us as consumers, I do think it's over. I, Warner Brothers already said, no, we're not doing this in 2022. This was a one-time Yeah, thing. and I, I don't think they should do it again. I think just right now is the ideal time to test this out. I like the idea of going to a movie. Yeah, you pay 30 bucks for two beers or whatever, but it's an event. It's, it's a, out of the ordinary, so I'm fine. That being said, are we ready to talk box office? Or you want to hash this out a tick? Uh, No, we can can move on. Uh, Do you want to do the box office or do you want to talk about Space Jam first? Oh, we can talk Space Jam. So I I take it you saw the uh, extended trailer on uh, March Madness? Uh, Yeah, and I I saw it early in the morning. It was put up on the internet. Mm -hmm. I did not see it it until uh, it was on television. Uh, Fascinating. I don't know if there's any uh, joke there that really worked for me in that trailer, but uh, yeah, there's a lot I, going on. I mean, I think for me, it's going to have it's an uphill battle. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I get it. Technology's a lot better. Do I like LeBron more than I like Michael Jordan? I don't think so. Um, it's not going to have Bill Murray. So, I mean, yeah, Kevin Hart, I'm sure he's fun in this movie, assuming he's in it. Uh, but he's not Bill Murray, so. I'm going to no. go in with an open mind and I'll leave it at that. Did you have fun looking at all the characters in the screenshots? Did you get in on that? In the screenshots? So like at the game in the in the scenes they showed how like all the characters, it's not just Looney Tunes characters that are in this, that it's all the characters from Warner Brothers properties. I don't so know if like I noticed the- that. Well, there's the one scene where like the Game of Thrones dragon is shooting fire and Fred Flintstone's running away and shit like that. I don't know if I noticed that. Wow. I, I don't know how you missed that. <laughs> I don't remember it at least. I don't know. Well, people people took like screenshots of the stuff and like, oh, here's the people in the crowd. There's some wild shit in this. Like it is not just kid stuff. So so obviously, so Looney Tunes, that's the whole the original movie is all Looney Tunes characters. Um but Warner also owns the rights to all the uh, Hanna-Barbera stuff, so like Scooby-Doo and Flintstones and all that stuff. Uh, but they went even further, just adding whatever they wanted. Uh, there's there is a there's a good screenshot where it's uh, so it's like an agent from the Matrix with Morpheus and like Mister Freeze 
And then uh, Pennywise is back in the background. Uh, there's another screenshot where it's uh, the old timey penguin from like the, the Batman TV show, the 60s pe- penguin and Danny DeVito right next to each other. So I'm not seeing any of this. Oh, I see Pennywise barely. And is that Mr. Freeze in like a blue outfit? I think so. That's a stretch. Yeah. And then uh, I mean, the who, gang who's not from just looking at Don Cheadle. You know, I don't know. People wanted to pick it all out, uh, and then and then the gang from A Clockwork Orange is in this. Oh boy! Which is like, all right, so they they took Pepe Le Pew out of here because he commits sexual harassment. Uh, the gang from Clockwork Orange commits violent rape in that movie. <laughs> yeah, but no one that's you know eleven with a, a safety blanket has seen that movie, so how would they know? Well, they will now. They're like, oh, those people were cool. What are they from? Yeah. Well, these lunatics are going to start canceling themselves. So in their faces, yeah, I still just, not, I'm not noticing like half of this stuff. I don't know what you kids are talking about. People are I good mean, at this shit. You take a magnifying glass. Yeah, you can, you know, slow I'm down looking at and, a, a picture of LeBron looking, you know, kind of impressed or something with Bugs Bunny and then a whole bunch of people behind him in the stands. Yeah. And people can pick out like different characters there where it's like, oh, there's, oh, there's the Joker. There's this person. It's like, all right. So they're all in the movie. Like cartoon versions of it. You know, I don't know. I feel like they're just the people in the crowd. They're just trying to get stuff. Yeah. That's a better picture right here with uh, Pennywise uh, than I saw initially. Yeah. And I want to say Jason Momoa's uh, Game of Thrones character was also in that little screenshot. Huh. The four seconds on screen that made his career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then there's the, uh, the, whatever you want to call it, the bad guy team that, Oh God, uh, I was just saying robot the robot Lillard, the what the robot Lillard is weird. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the, the bad guys in this one. Yeah. I'm having a hard time finding all of this. <laughs> Well, it's like it's supposed to be Lillard and Anthony Davis and uh, why are they the Blake bad Thompson. guys? Well, just like the, the first one. Remember, they got the oh, they were turned into the bad people. That's right. Yeah. So um, it's like a they stole C-3PO. their uh, it's like, talent. Yeah. Damian Lillard, C-3PO hybrid or something. It's like, I don't I don't know about that one, guys. Like it's uh, <laughs> a little weird. But the good news is is that you don't have to go pay money to see this in theaters. It is coming to HBO Max. Yeah, and it's July, for, June 14th? I think it's July. July. And they better not change uh, that and say you have to go to the theaters, because I, I won't. I won't. Yeah, July 16th. I think it'll be a, a huge home uh, viewing. I don't think it would be as nearly as successful if it was at theaters. Yeah, you're going to get kids. You're going to get parents with kids. That's about it. I'm not going to yeah, go see this yeah. movie in theaters for, you know, 35 bucks. But I will see it. Yeah, I'll you watch know. it on TV. <clears throat> but it's weird. And I don't know if this should have happened. I still don't know if this was a good idea. Maybe we'll be trashing this in a couple of months. Maybe we'll be praising it to the you know high hills. Who knows? They'd be lucky if it's as good as Tom and Jerry, right? Yeah, which I still haven't seen. 
I don't think I can watch it now, huh? Isn't it gone? No, that's gone. You yeah. you missed out. I'm over it. I still need to watch Kong. Yeah, that's you got three more weeks for that. I watched the other one, and I'll get into that when I get in, we get into what we've been watching. But should we talk box office now? Yeah. Speaking of Godzilla versus King Kong. Whoa. So put it to you this way. Number two is a movie I've never heard of. The Unholy did three point one million dollars. Now, I imagine you already know what this one did. No, I didn't look up the box box office at all. How about you guess um, then? You're talking about what do you think Godzilla did? Number oh, it did like 50 or something, right? Well, that's a cheat because it's that's taking the money from Wednesday Thursday also, I assume, because that's not how they report these on, like, say, IMDb, which no, is no. only from the second through the fourth. Well, then it probably did thirty five. That's pretty good. Uh, thirty two point two million dollars. I don't like that's such like a bullshit way of lying about your your numbers. You know, when movies do that on holiday weekends, are like one hundred billion dollars. Like, yeah, because it, it's been open since Tuesday. Like it's just it's not it's unethical, Andy. Uh, so yeah, Godzilla versus Kong did thirty two point two million dollars over the weekend. It's coming back. Yeah, that's very good considering you can't fill theaters. Yeah, exactly. That's that's phenomenal. So obviously, I imagine the budget is quite uh, hideous on this. Let's uh, see if I can find that really quick. Estimated budget to be about two hundred million. Yeah. Now in China. On opening weekend, it did nearly 70 million. So worldwide, it's already done 285. Yeah, it's definitely a big hit. And it would be interesting how much would this have made uh, in a normal normal time period? Would this be the big hit that made it all worth it? This, this connected universe they've made. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, I do know that, yeah, I still need to watch it. I intend to. Um, like I said, I have a Godzilla movie to review uh, when we get there. Uh, so I do want to say, though, uh, The Unholy, that was the second place finisher. Yeah. I saw a trailer for this it. Is a scary movie? It is. It's like an exorcism movie, and it's got uh, Negan from The Walking Dead. So I saw it during The Walking Dead. They had a trailer for it. Um, it was kind of offensive. I. It was <laughs> like the whole the whole point was like, Movie theaters are resurrecting just in time for Easter. I was like, ooh, ooh, that's not, that's in poor taste, I think. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, making Easter connections. And also the fact that it's dealing with demons and shit. I don't think you want to connect that to Easter all that much, but. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'm not offended, but. I'm sure someone would is. Be, yeah. Okay. Oh, so wait, this guy was. Oh, no, that's Watchmen, the old one. Okay, I send it back. Never yeah, mind. he was in the Zack Snyder Watchmen. Huh. Yeah, I don't I haven't seen a trailer for that. So I don't know. I'm not into scary stuff until October. So even the dumb. What the hell's with the Coca-Cola commercial right now with like centaurs and minotaurs or werewolves or something? Yeah, I don't think. Why it's is to be that? Spooky. It's supposed to be Halloweeny, or no, is it supposed no, the, to be like it's just supposed to be like Comic-Con. they're hybrid people? They're hybrid people, and they're hybrid colas. I don't care for that. It's not a good commercial. I don't like it at all. But it's an October commercial. I could see that, and, then and have it like, aired every do... nine seconds during the yeah. uh, March Madness. 
Like when they do, like they cut to like a logo and then you do the sound of uh, thunder. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, and yeah. It's exciting. I, uh, you know, it's like, oh, they're they're taking part in in the season. But uh, it, I think it's July. I, I don't know what what they're doing right now. Well, it's not July. It's I know. I don't know what day it is anymore. You know, actually, at Easter, I said Happy Thanksgiving. Well, you should be thankful. <laughs> COVID is a mess. How am I supposed to pay attention to these things? Yeah, um, we're all going to find out it's actually been five years. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What? Uh, okay, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do that, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and get the dog leash you've been waiting for. When you do that and you plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. They're going to throw 65% off at you. And uh, by the way, this is the dog leash that works with your dog's current collar or harness. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony, and you're going to get 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay, Andy, how many things do you have? I've got four. Oh, I've got two and a half. Because I didn't finish the third. Okay. Are so, you going to finish it? Yeah. Yeah, I just haven't had time. Okay. All right. Well, you uh, you go for a couple or something. All right. Well, I'll start with something uh, we have both seen already, and it's not that important. But uh, I've slowly been uh, watching all the Star Wars movies after I bought the whole the box set around Christmas time. So oh, I've been watching you. those 4K uh, things. And I had never seen the... The last one I hadn't seen a second time. So episode of nine. the newest ones. Yeah. Okay. So the one that came out December 2019. I never saw they, it in the ocean for a minute, like heavy waves. Yeah. Okay. So I did not like it when it came out. I liked I was... that because they updated Star Tours to make you feel like you were in there. Oh, really? It was put that cool. in there. Yeah. Um, so I've been slowly watching them and I finished up this week. And uh, yeah, I don't really have any update on <laughs> that ninth movie. I don't think it's that good. It's kind of a mess. Uh, it doesn't really, didn't really satisfy me and didn't really add to the Star Wars legend, I guess. And it just, it's there. I mean, it's, it's going to be there forever. That's what it is. That's, yeah. Uh, but I'm fine with it. You know, I'm, some people can't accept that. Like a lot of people did not like the eighth movie. Um, and they just can't get over that. It's like, you ruined it. We'll never have another chance of this. And it's like, it doesn't matter. What was the eighth one? The Last Jedi. So that was the one where Luke was on the island and he was the bitter old man. Oh, yeah. People didn't like that because he was a bitter old man. But I liked that. I thought that was interesting, at least. I mean, what do they want him to be? You they know? wanted him to, like, he even says, like, what do you think? I'm going to grab a lightsaber and take down the military. And, like, that's what the people, those nerds wanted. And they're like, yeah, he could... Just use the force and disintegrate the. But these people know spaceships. that the force isn't real in our world, right? <laughs> I feel like I they just so. are so immersed in it that they're like, they probably like trying to grab the cheese that's out of their parents' pantry from their couch, and it's like, okay, I'm so close. <laughs> We've all tried that. <laughs> like, what if? I mean, there's a lot of people who have those kind of powers, like in, in not in real life. I mean, in like, uh, fiction, It'd be like. What if I was Professor Xavier? You never know. What if you were? Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's Star Wars Episode Nine. It exists. It's always going to exist. And uh, I don't know how many more times in my life I'll watch it. It just it's there. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, I I mean, I've watched it. Uh, I think I saw it in theaters. I haven't seen it since. I don't think. All right. Should I go for one? Sure. All right. I'll uh, I'll go from what I uh, have been watching just periodically. When I'm like during a lunch break, uh, especially when I'm at home, I just put on like an old show where I don't really pay attention and it's just kind of nostalgic. So uh, lately I've been watching Family Matters. That was uh, one of my jams, you know, uh, Full House, Say by the Bell, Home Improvement, obviously, uh, and Family Matters. Who doesn't? That's on uh, Hulu right now. Oh yeah, it's always on Hulu. I, I think they have a, a they decent own it. agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty fun. I just got to an episode. I don't even know how. Like I selected one. I, I I'm like towards the end. I think like Urkel goes to Stefan and some of them uh, now. So I mean that's pretty sure when it's later in the series. Yeah. But they did like a recap later. episode I saw today where he's like he's looks like Screech. Like he's so small and they're way younger. So obviously those are earlier seasons. I'll have to go back because I definitely didn't watch reruns of. I mean, I guess everything was a rerun uh, of those when I was watching them growing up. Uh, but I feel like I didn't watch them as often or maybe they weren't on as much. Uh, so I have like Fresh Prince. I've seen so many times or Home Home Improvement. I could probably recite the entire show uh, pretty easily, but I don't think I could do Family Matters as well. I, I have mentioned, I'm sure my favorite episode is obviously the gun buyback where a girl gets shot at the school because she wouldn't give up her, her cool kicks. And, uh, you know, as a PSA, because shows in the 90s had messages to send. And now I don't think they do. I don't know. Maybe I'm not watching this. Well, stuff. no, that uh, the 13 people who died show, uh, they always say, don't kill yourself in the beginning of it. Oh, yeah, that's true. But they never like, I don't know, there's something magical about like the whole cast getting out of character. Like Urkel talks like Jaleel White does. And he's like, hey, man. Yeah, that's unsettling. That's unsettling. Don't, don't do, do it. Yeah. I don't like that. It's like when a, <laughs> a British actor who's mainly like American and then starts speaking normally or something. Yeah. Really like, like, what? Off. What happened? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can find that on Hulu. Uh, every episode commercial free if you have the select plan. I, I do have a question, though, for like the timeline. When did they add the kid with the Jerry curl? That would be a good way of like. You know, I don't know, uh, but... At was he a son? Was he like someone's he kid? He is, I think, whoever the aunt is, I don't know if it's Carl's sister or I'm blanking on the mom's sister. It's her daughter, her son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's so not that, in much of it, even the episodes I've been watching, I feel like. That's when you know There's like, one episode the where ending. his his school, like his class goes on a field trip to the police station and they're all saying Carl's so boring. All he does is paperwork because he's a lieutenant. And then a guy breaks free that they bring in uh, under arrest and grabs a gun, pulls it on a cop. And Carl kind of talks him off the ledge. He's like, right now you're just in here for petty theft. But if you shoot this officer, you're going to have a whole set of uh, problems on your hands. Do the right thing. He's like, give me the gun. And the guy is like panicking and, looking over his shoulder, breathing heavy. He gives over the gun, and now all the kids are like, that is so cool. It's like, yeah. And then the studio audience clapped. Oh, of course. Yeah, and then the cop just put his knee on the guy's neck, and he slowly died. And he's spoilers. <laughs> and then obviously, don't give me, it's like anytime Kramer enters the room for the first time, everyone, Whoa! 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't get that anymore. Well, I always liked when they had the line ready to go and yeah. then they like have to stop. Because uh, everyone's laughing or applauding yeah. so uh, viciously. And then if you ever watched it back without the studio audience, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Sometimes I like to talk that way as if we're yeah. a live studio audience. Like Kramer did when he finds the set of the Merv Griffin show. Yeah. <laughs> he brings the bird guy in there. The guy's holding the the hawk and he's like, where are the cameras? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just old shows are better than our shows now. All right. What else you got? Uh, I've got Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 because I'm so excited for Mortal Kombat. Uh, the new one, the HBO Max one coming out. Uh, I had to go watch the old ones. So uh, the first movie is on the internet for free. Oh, wow. Like, like no one knows who owns the rights, so they just put it up there. Type it in on Google and it just starts <laughs> playing. It's not hosted somewhere. I, it was on like archive.com or something like that. And you could just watch it. And you don't need to watch it in 4K because it's like an old-ass movie with terrible effects. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to watch. I've seen the trailer. It's not for me. It was kind of yeah. cool how the, like Mr. Freeze guy like stabs him and then freezes his blood as it's coming out of his body and turns it into a knife. I was like, I don't need to see this. <laughs> yeah, so his name's Sub-Zero. So I also saw it, it almost got an NC-17 title because it's so like graphic and violent. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah, I mean, Mortal Kombat's always been super violent, but these, I know because it's an arcade game. These uh, the old movies were PG thirteen, which was like hilarious. They never had any blood or anything in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still really enjoy that first one. It is cheesy. It's stupid. The Does plot, it have any killer clowns? Because then it'll be just a winning combo for you. No, it has killer ninjas. Oh, um, but it's got really bad effects. Some of the worst CGI you'll ever see in a movie. Mm. Um, but it was also made in 1995, and there wasn't a lot of CGI back then. So yeah, uh, they were they were bold back then. Um, and then the second one came out two years later. Probably, I would say that they got a little bit better of a budget, and they decided to like recast most of the roles. And uh, so this one, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the second one, awful. It's it's it is so bad. It is somewhat worth watching because it's so bad. Uh huh. That it just—it's one of those movies. Like you just make fun of everything. Like it's. Those are fun every now and then. Yeah, and I mean, I've seen that one like I've seen both of these a hundred times. I would watch them on TNT or whatever channel they were on, the Sci-Fi Network. Um. But I'm excited. I wanted to watch them again before I watched uh, the new one, and I'm sure the new one is going to be a competent movie. It'll be fun, but I don't know if it'll have that same spirit as the the first one in that they're like, they're just fucking around, you know? Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. We don't know. We don't know how to make a movie about this. Let's, but like this one, there's new one. This is like this guy's life work probably to like convert this into a good movie. So, um, but I'm still very excited. All right. Well, fancy that. Oh, and also Mortal Kombat Annihilation is on HBO Max as well. So I don't understand who owns the rights to that first Mortal Kombat movie. I feel like they don't know. It's probably like Nintendo or something. It's not a Nintendo game. Well, they probably bought so, it. I don't know. Boom. I mean, Warner Warner Brothers owns the rights to Mortal Kombat, like the the idea of it. They bought the company that made the game and everything. So mm-hmm. that's why they're able to make these movies now. But like that first movie, like 
could have been made by like the communist government of Russia and we don't yeah. even know about it. Like, oh, <laughs> Soviet Union made it. <laughs> yeah, five years after they dissolved, but <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll do the half that I haven't finished uh, because I the last one I might as well do a little bit more in depth. Uh, I started a Hulu doc uh, called WeWork or the making and breaking of a $47 billion unicorn. Now, Andy, do you, did you know much about WeWork? I had never heard of them until like 2018. And then everything I heard about them is why is their valuation so high? What the hell is going on? It just keeps going up. It just keeps going up. Oh, this makes yeah, sense. They crashed. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I heard of them at first, but yeah, they've been around since like 2013 or something. 20, or maybe like early. 10, I think is when it started. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Israeli man, Adam Newman, which you gotta love his last name. Uh, and yeah, he, like I said, I haven't finished this, but so far he he's building this place where he had grown up on, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it combines? I don't know if that's a They're thing. like farm <laughs> ranches where everyone's like a hippie and... Convents? No. God damn it. Why am I blanking on the word? Uh, well, he basically wanted to make this like, you know, f- you know, f- circle of life kind of building where you didn't have to go anywhere. You could get all your resources here. And so he's like, well, what in business? I want to apply this to that. Like, uh, and so I still don't even understand. Like you just rent like a, it sounds like a library to me. Like you're going to go over here and pay for their Internet access. It's like, yeah, but it's so much more. Look, this chair is leather. And the walls are painted fun and young people and coffee. Don't you love coffee? Say coffee because you're you have to adult. It's like you're just marketing to children. Um, But it grew in this following in this cult like atmosphere. And uh, he even developed a thing called We Live. And this is where it got very culty. So this was only offered to, you know, the the cool people who uh, were members of the WeWork platinum tier employees. Exactly. So one guy on the documentary is like, yeah, they, they called me up and said, Hey, we can't tell you anything about this, but are you willing to break your lease? Uh, it'll be a really cheap, uh, like to start, uh, just cause we want to, you know, introduce this to people. Uh, and the guy's like, yeah, sure. And it was basically 200 square feet. Mind you, this is in New York. So it's probably a lot, uh, but it had a Murphy bed and a desk. And that was kind of it. It was already furnished. Um, and the guy was saying, like, it would be weird if people left because you're also working in this building and then you live like above on another level. So everyone would just hang out with everyone all the time. Very goddamn weird. They also would have like private like retreats, uh, like on an island outside of New York or something uh, where they would just listen to music and drink beer and uh, it's very weird. And at this point, like by 2016 or something, there were a $20 billion valuation. Mind you, they're just opening office space. They're leasing everything that's uh, coming up uh, for grabs in New York City. Not buying anything, just leasing everything and renovating and all that kind of stuff. It's like, I haven't finished it. I, I intend to. It's very bizarre. Uh, he marries Gwyneth Paltrow's cousin um so yeah i'm at the point where it's like 
going to start to trickle down. It was the buildup. And uh, we're at the trickle down part where I, I had to shut it off to go to bed a couple days ago. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's only on Hulu. So I had to look it up because I thought they were making a fiction version of this. Uh, and it looks like Apple TV is all, is going to do that. Oh, fancy that. With Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. So, Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I've heard a little bit of things about this but uh, i should probably watch that i'm sure that's a fun documentary it's interesting it seems like there's like one of those at least every year a documentary about a company that everyone thought was good and then sucked yeah everyone our age is so focused on like changing the world but they don't want to do anything (laughs) you want to be part of the idea but yeah you don't have an idea yeah and exactly and it's like what if we make places where you can get like healthy food grocery store yeah but no like healthier food okay you have nothing go get a job oh it's interesting all right what else you got um well you said you watched one of the the first king kong right no the first godzilla from 2014 so last week i had talked about how i had watched godzilla the sequel which I didn't know it was a sequel oh, until I turned okay. it on, and by then it was too late. All right, I was also well, I very to... disappointed to learn that the second one didn't hold Brian Cranston at all. No. Uh, so so I'll talk about Godzilla vs. Kong after you do your Godzilla part. So I'm going to uh, do my second to last one here. Hold uh, on. You, you're going to review Godzilla vs. King Kong? Yeah. You but can't. Gonna, I haven't watched it yet. I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'll just... All right talk about it but after you talk about godzilla okay um i started watching season four of snowfall now that i have hulu again so um i'll be able to watch that and i'm still very enjoyable show it 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 exists in a funny place where it's like never going to be considered like premium like not going to win emmys but i think it's better than like sons of anarchy where it's like just a silly crime show yeah, uh, it's because like every time there's like there's fun stuff happening and oh there's this, and then they'll just show you like the ugliness of it where it's like oh yeah this is this was serious stuff so, uh, and I also like that it's taking place in the past and is playing with like history like they brought up Mayor Bradley this in this uh, in the episodes I watched so far hmm. so he was the mayor of L.A. and in the eighties and it's like they just bring in little things that like did happen. To kind of ground it a bit. Yeah, it, it kind of keeps you in reality. Yeah, but like there was some truly awful stuff I've seen. <laughs> There's a like a guy digging a bullet out of his shoulder with a butter knife, and you're like, oh right, God. this is this is gross. <laughs> so uh, they do they do a good job of uh, mixing those two things. It's like, did, oh, this is fun, and then it's oh yeah, this is terrible. Did I tell you? So yeah, I've been watching season three. I haven't watched it in a few weeks, but. That uh, when he goes to Panama to dump the money, did I tell you that? Yeah, that you would you went to that building. Yeah, did I say that on the pod? Uh, I don't know. I know we talked about it. Maybe it was just not on here. But, mm. but yeah, the in season three, he goes to Panama and he stays at a fancy hotel. In case I didn't say this on the pod earlier, and that's actually Castle Green in Pasadena, and I looked at that, at that as a potential wedding venue. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, I would I would I would still recommend that show if you can take violence. It is 
it is pretty violent for a show that's on regular TV on FX. Yeah, but FX is they get away with a lot of stuff. They, like. they do. And ever since like the days of like Nip Tuck way back when, like that was like defying, you know, the the basic rules of cable television. Yeah, I think it's kind of their that was their like start. male butt, you know. Yeah, their early shows were very violent and sexual and everything. And I think it's kind of why they haven't gotten that same like premium reputation as HBO. But uh, I'm sure they'll now, never have like a Tide commercial because yeah. ugh, can't have swearing. But, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, now that they're under Disney, though, I do I do wonder if they're going to do a better job of trying to like promote their shows as being something like premium, like in that, like, well, this is FX is a, is Disney's, uh, prestige TV or yeah, something. It's one like, tier below like HBO. But I think it doesn't Disney want to push it to be the same tier, you know? Well, then get rid of the commercials. Disney, the Disney plus shows aren't that. Well, I mean, that's why, the, that's why these shows are, are on FX and they're on Hulu as well. This is true. I think that's why, like maybe eventually there just won't be an FX. They'll just FX will be a brand on Hulu or something. So I don't know. This would be years down the road, but like right now it's still on TV. Mm-hmm. But how long will TV be on TV? <laughs> it's getting pretty deep here. Yeah. All right. We're ready to uh, talk Godzilla. Sure. 2014's Godzilla. I, uh, I watched this. Uh, I'd never been into any of these Godzillas. I just don't get it. I, I didn't care. Um, so I kind of just, when it came out, I was like, ah, it's probably just dumb. But like even dumb idea movies are still kind of good, especially on like action movies in this day and age with CGI and just that kind of stuff. And somehow they got Brian Cranston to be in 42 minutes of this movie. Um, the guy, this Aaron Taylor Johnson, I thought was from savages for a second but i was like he no is. he's not is he he definitely is <laughs> that's the same guy it is the same guy from savages yeah i love savages that's a great movie uh benicio del toro anything he touches is just gold and that girl spits in his face and he like licks it <laughs> this guy's also in Tenet, by the way but uh, yeah, he's he good in it and then uh the is she older or younger Olsen? She's older. She's right? younger. She's younger. Okay, younger Olsen. Olsen. Uh, she's good. She's not in very much of it, I don't think. Uh, it's got Noah Vosa from The Born Identity. Also, The River Wild. I'm talking about uh, David uh, Strahern. Strathairn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's it's fine. Um, I'm wondering, because obviously they shape Godzilla to be the good guy in these movies. Kong is the good guy. So it's going to be like a Superman versus Batman kind of thing. One of them is going to be a little bit less good. Obviously, I think it has to be Godzilla, right? Uh, you'll tell me in a well, second, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. And what was funny, <laughs> I heard on another podcast, like a guy was reviewing this uh, movie and he was saying, he's like, they're shooting, you know, tomahawks and nuclear warheads at these creatures and it doesn't do anything yet. When one of them throws a punch, they get dazed. <laughs> yeah. Kind, well, kind of a good point. Creating uh, a lot of force, big bodies. I don't know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's fun. They go all over the world. Uh, this thing swims too, which I mean, does he have webbed feet? 
Um, I don't know. It's, just, it's a sea lizard. Lizards swim, right? I don't know. They don't. I don't know. They they float though. This thing goes underwater. Yeah, yeah. It's got more of a, a gator property, I guess, to it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, what the hell is it when it charges? And like, is that lightning? What's going out of his body? Why is why do his like his yeah, rocks? It, it is like lightning, and it's like radiation or something. And that's also interesting. So they, you know, kind of uh, repower off of radiation. So. Yeah. So but I yeah, think I my mean, problem... it's fun. Like I said, it's I think this one's two hours. It does have Brian Cranston, but only for 40 minutes. So, yeah, soak it in while you can. That was uh, a dumb decision, but for him to be in it or for him not to do to, the for thing? them to be not in it the whole way. <laughs> well, did we assume he wanted to be in the whole thing? Yeah, I think so. I mean, come on. He could probably only I, afford 40 minutes of that guy. No, I time. think he I think he said he was upset that his character didn't get more time. Oh, wow. Especially because his son character is not that interesting, you know? But, well, everyone loves like an army guy. You know, he saved yeah. that little Asian kid on the airport pl- uh, train. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think my problem with the movie, it, it seemed like the premise was like, what if we do Godzilla? Well, let's make it like realistic. You know, it's like it was like the Christopher Nolan realization of. Yeah. And like rather than just being silly, whereas the the sequel, the Godzilla King of the Monsters was stupid. But it was just monsters fighting, which is like, that's what people want. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this one didn't have the giant moth or whatever was in the second one or three headed dragons and shit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what are you expecting to get out of these movies? You know, it's fine for what it is. It's not going to, you know, in in a movie uh, movie off where I'm picking between, you know, watching blow or Godzilla, obviously Godzilla's not going to win. But when I want, you know, a dumb entertaining action movie, yeah, it'll be a Liam Neeson movie. It'll be a Russell Crowe movie, which Unhinged, by the way, is on uh, Amazon Prime. And I intend on watching that and having a review for that next week. That's a new movie. Uh, yeah. Or it's going to be, you know, Godzilla. Well, you ready to talk about Godzilla versus Kong? Let's do it. No spoilers, Andy. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just set it up um, that essentially the premise is, yeah, Godzilla is like the the protector since the last Godzilla movie. Uh, but he's been acting erratic and like attacking uh, buildings and stuff. So they don't really know what's going on. So got this, temper. this one company puts together a plan. They're going to go to uh, the hollow earth. If you remember, they talked about that in some of the other movies that like the monsters come from the inside of the earth. And that's where like Kong is from. So they have to go get Kong from the Island and help have him guide them into the center of the earth in order to find out what's going on. They're going to get like Godzilla's and, parents. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'm not going to tell you everything what happens, but um, I wish that was the entire movie was them going into that. I wish, I wish what they did was that this movie was actually just a sequel to the Kong movie because Kong is, is really the protagonist of this movie. Like, that doesn't mean Godzilla is the bad guy, is the antagonist, but it's uh, that little like mission they do. They have to go. I wish that was. That seemed like, oh, this is going to be a really interesting movie. 
Um, and I wish that was the entire movie was like that journey. Uh, because that's, I mean, the, the island was really cool in Kong Skull Island. And this was like the whole world is inside of there. And huh. there's cool, stupid sci-fi concepts and stuff in it. And uh, it's Alexander Skarsgård is the guy who has to lead the expedition. And, Which is interesting. But he doesn't get a whole lot to do here because there's so much more going on. There's the whole, the second plot is with uh, the Millie Bobby Brown character from the last Godzilla movie. Um, you know, discovering what's really going on. She's on her own mission to find out why Godzilla is acting weird. And, uh, and while I sa- it sound, I sound kind of negative right now. It, this was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, it's going to be an action movie. It, you're going to get what you're asking for. Yeah. I'm, th- I was, I'm saying selfishly, I wish this was a setup and they focused more on Kong. And then we got another movie on top of it where it does, Ooh. it is the big battle. Uh, but this is a beautiful looking movie. Like, the colors are amazing in this shit. There's a big fight scene in Hong Kong with all these neon lights. It just, it looks, it looks awesome. It looked great on my TV. Um, it is a technical Marvel and it is something I would have loved to see in theaters, but I was not going to, when you do the like trade off of free, free versus spending money and going through the hassle. Yeah. Um, definitely comfort at home option. going out into the world. I think yeah. comfort at home, especially you have a pretty nice television. I have a pretty yeah. nice television. Yeah, if, if you have a 4K TV and you're able to, to do that, it's 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 well worth it. It's not the same, but it, it's close. I would say don't watch this on a like 32-inch 720 TV. I could uh, watch this on my iPhone and enjoy the hell out of it, I'm but sure. But an iPhone's 14, or 1440p at least, and it's... I have a the 12 good, so. Pro Max, mind you, and AirPods yeah. Pro, so... Yeah, you probably got Atmos sound in those. It's headphones. unbelievable. Yeah. Um. I think I watched Godzilla on my phone. Yeah. Uh, but I did. The, I watched it on my phone, I'm pretty sure, this week. The director of Dune will hate you now for that. Good. <laughs> uh, but it, it, this was this was a whole lot of fun. I I do wish this was just normal times, and, you know, I could have saw this in the movie theater, and, you know, it would have been with a bunch of people. Could have given you a high five afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> this, is, this is what you want out of, like, big blockbuster-type movies. They, they yeah. totally delivered it. It, uh, I think it made the whole like project worth it. This like we're gonna make this connected universe, and eventually they'll fight each other. And it's like sounds stupid, but no, this is what we want out of movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, yeah, I'll have to watch that uh, maybe this week. Yeah. Anything else to add? Uh, well, that that is it for. All right. Well, we said this was gonna be a short and sweet one, but here we are at the hour mark. Um, all right, well, you've been listening to episode 213 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road, Center of the Earth, Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.